Fact. Have you ever wanted to see the world through someone else's eyes? It's possible. There are states of disease, pain, or hormonal imbalance in which we can come to think about it, but the sensation is usually brief and fleeting. What advantage would it have to enter someone else's world? There you have no authority, you are not the center of that universe. There you have no right to anything and nothing you do is recognized, there your appearance is inferior and your defects are multiple, there you are low, you never do anything and you always lose in the comparisons, there you only have value if you serve for the enjoyment or convenience of something that is not you, and if you go further to the core of that other universe, there you do not exist and you do not have the right to do so. A core where you will be rejected automatically for privacy. Even if in the end nobody hides anything. However, in general, humanity has no more territories left to explore, at least not within its current perception of things. Trips to Mars and robots in a human form exploring and doing all the tasks ultimately pose the same dilemmas, how would you supply a colony on Mars and how would you organize and avoid conflicts and revolts and struggles for power and prestige and resources? Dash how to get out of the trap that led you to that trap? Robots with human form only prove that our way of operating and at some point even psychological traits can be emulated. But can you insert into that machinery a consciousness and a sense of purpose? It's the same dilemma that we have with ourselves, and that we keep running from. We have a global society of between 7 and 9 billion people, each with certain characteristics, developed under certain circumstances and moving because of certain desires, security, respect, status, money, power, fame or simply survival, each subject to a certain panorama and certain limits in terms of what he sees and what he considers as his world and what has to do with it. And they interact in a competition for satisfactions in which each one takes everything they can, some win, others lose, all survive as they can, until they can no longer. There are other generations playing the same game, hardly anyone wonders where this game is going, except when there are great deficiencies and suffering, as in famines, disasters and wars. But the game does have a development. At first the competition is for basic resources and material things, then it is for recognition and status before others, it is the engine of the formation of classes and even academic degrees or of all kinds, then there is the competition for the sense of power associated with importance, behind all the formations of governments, kingdoms, countries and laws and even ideologies, and finally, directly associated with power and importance, the search to know more, perceive more science, arts. Everything perceived from the vision of each individual, which seems to be exhausted. After all, with a reduction in material resources would come a reduction in ways to seek recognition, power, honor and knowledge. Would we reach a situation of two people on a planet in ruins, neither of them willing to give up any of their wishes, unable to kill each other or kill themselves, perversely harboring within themselves the hope that in the end their small, personal and petty motivations and wills will prevail? And realize at that moment that they need a change in their internal program and that it is not in them to do so or as in many war and post-war fantasies, imagine a world where machines produce and people take drugs in various ways, drugs inhibit our yearnings for power and status and leave us plant-grade during their effect, and only then in the world can be reduced conflicts and wars. But wait, aren't we already in a world like that? And drugs like TV, consumption and chemicals work less and less? We see that in any case, we will have to deal with the nature and development of interactions between people. Not like we do today directly trying to win, submit, exploit, deceive, defame, etc. But each one to deal with his motivations, and find a middle point where the motivations of others meet and exist at the same time. Something completely different from what we know so far, something totally outside, something alien but detectable, let's say where each of their selves do not exist, but they do. Perhaps there are no words to describe it. 
It is obvious that the population would not become two people facing each other needing to connect in a real way in order to survive, but it could be reduced, it is said that we have lost at least 4 million with the pandemic, and be subjected to situations of uncertainty general, impotence, even loss of stability in your thinking. In any case, to advance towards the reflections already mentioned. From this point of view, given the global and timeless nature of this process, if we do not solve that, we will not be able to continue with our business as usual, but if we solve it, we can have the usual with an addition that will give it meaning. The hope? Totally real, we can get ahead of it, educating on these concepts, taking them seriously, and taking seriously dealing with them. Importance is built, not given. Until hope turns into a fact. Perceivable to everyone. All our activities throughout history begin to be reduced to discovering the broken connections between all people as the root of all discomfort, and of the need, already prevailing, to fix them.